his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Welcome back to another installment for Black History Month of living history. I have come to understand that there are so many individuals walking amongst us who are making history right now. And I also think that it's inspirational for people today to connect what happened 100 years ago to what is happening today. And so we welcome another person to living history on KMOX. She is a first in the country, not just here at the University of Missouri St. Louis, but a first in the country. She is the first black woman to be the Dean of Optometry for any school in the entire country. And she happens to have just been named the Dean of the School of Optometry at UMSL, the University of Missouri St. Louis. Please welcome Dr. Keisha Elder. Dr. Elder, it is such a joy and an honor to meet you. Congratulations. Thank you, Carol. It's just really great to, to be here today speaking with you. So thank you. What? Did you know that you were making history when you were named the dean? You know, I did. Um, I um, The first um, Black dean was a male, Dr. Melvin Chip at Ohio State. And he actually taught me, um, was one of my professors in optometry school. So when he became dean years ago, I'm like, okay, we're starting something. The, the trend is going to finally start, you know, but that was years ago. So when I became dean, I knew I was making history, but I really didn't really think about the the, the magnitude of that accomplishment nor did I really focus on at that time the um, also the sadness that it took so long, you know, for this milestone to be met, you know, because I never really thought I'd be the first African-American, the first Black female dean, because I really just assumed that someone had to do it before me. So it was never really anything that I, that I really thought about. And now that you've thought about it, is it, is it both overwhelming? Is it also, clearly it's an honor. It, it is it is definitely an honor and it can be overwhelming if I kind of stay in that space so I I know that I'm the first um black female dean and I appreciate that and I'm glad of that and it is definitely an honor but I try not to focus on that I try to focus on getting the work done because I definitely have the responsibility to my students to my staff to my faculty to make sure that I do what I can to continue the great history of the UMSL College of Optometry and to make sure that we are well positioned to be successful in the future. So if I kind of think about, oh gosh, I'm the first Black female dean and all that that really encompasses, that that thought process can be paralyzing if I sit in that. So I kind of think about it, say, yeah, that's really cool. And I try to move on and, and, and get to work. Where did so, you grow up? I grew up, I'm from Columbia, South Carolina. Um, I lived in the same house my entire life. We never moved. I went to undergraduate at Clemson University in, in Clemson, South Carolina. And then I ended up going to optometry school at UAB in Birmingham, Alabama is where I oh had my, my professional training. Yes. So what was life like growing up? And and the, the inevitable question is, when did you decide that you wanted to be an optometrist? Yes. Yeah, so growing up was nice. We lived in a normal, traditional, you know, middle class 
um, black neighborhood. My parents were both educators. They were both teachers. They both had their master's degrees. They were elementary school teachers. So we were very fortunate. Um, in my family growing up, I had an older sister and a younger brother. But because my parents were educators, they had a really high expectation on us about achievement. But also with that, we knew that once we graduated high school, we were going to college. So we knew that the next step naturally for us after high school was college. So when I was in, um, of course, you know, it was a relatively smart child. So I was in the, you know, the advanced classes, things of that nature. But um, one thing that I participated in is the summer after my sophomore year and after my junior year in high school, I went to a program called the Clemson Career Workshop. So we stayed there two years the first summer and then three, two weeks the first summer, excuse me, and then three weeks the second summer, this is the summer after your junior year of high school. And the second um, year I was in that program, I kind of went through the health profession track. And that's actually when I was first exposed to optometry. Now at Clemson, I was a, started as an engineer major because of course all smart black students at that time were um, geared toward engineering, um, started as an engineering, engineering major at Clemson, then transferred to um, math education, and then went to straight math because I was like, I just want to do math. And then I went back to um, math education because it was going to take a little bit longer to do math and still get certified. So I was going to do finish my um, degree at Clemson in December of 1993. So that summer, I was working as an assistant to the department head of the math department, and we were at, they had some math convention on campus, and I was on campus that summer, so I was at this convention, and they were talking about in-part type graphs. Huh. And I'm like looking around, I'm like looking at the people there who are very nice and fun. Well, well, nice people, you know, maybe fun is not the best of description, but I was <laughs> like, you know, these are not my people. I'm an introvert, you know, but I definitely love to interact with people but I needed more interaction than I could get just from that math pathway I was going down. So I started back thinking like, what can I possibly do instead? You know, what is something else I can do? And I started thinking about optometry because I was exposed to it when I was at that Clemson career workshop. So I got one of my girlfriends, we drove down to the school in Alabama to visit optometry school. And I was just amazed. I had no idea about all the things that you could do as an optometrist. So literally I decided the summer before I graduated that December that I was going to go to optometry school. I took the optometry admissions test, applied to three schools, ended up interviewing at two because I ran out of money, didn't go to the third one, got into both schools that I applied to, was very fortunate that I did really well on my admissions test, had really good grades in undergraduate, and then I ended up entering the fall class of 1994 at UAB, and literally, if I had not been a participant in the Clemson Career Workshop, I probably would not be sitting here today. We celebrate Black History Month for many reasons, and one of those is because we have so many amazing things that we are unaware of about ourselves. Right. Because our history in purposely uh, for centuries was diminished, right. devalued, and therefore hidden. And right. so Black History Month remains relevant that we might discover who we were and right. therefore who we are right. and who we are is encompassed in this woman today we are living history and dr keisha elder dean of the college of optometry at the university of missouri st louis you are indeed living history thank you thank you that is so kind thank so kind. you thank you for joining me on kmox thank you
His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.